extra episode of Retrospection. I'm Colin. And I'm Paul. And we're really pleased to introduce a special guest, Chelsea Moss. Now, one of Chelsea's passions is Ronald Lacey. Chelsea runs the Ronald Lacey Fans Twitter account, a website dedicated to him, and is currently working on his biography. Thank you for joining us today, Chelsea. Hello, nice to be here. Just for any of our listeners that don't know about Ronald Lacey, could you give a summary of who he is and something about his work? Uh, he was a character actor, uh, born in 1935. He had chronic illness when he was very young. Mm -hmm. He almost died. He was about 20 or so when he died and he overcame that. He had some groundbreaking surgery about, you know, he had ulcerative colitis. It nearly killed him. And he just built from that. And he, um, he studied at Lambda. He got in and he... He was just an amazing actor. Mm -hmm. He really was. And he started off so, like British films and started so small and then ended up in like Spielberg, you know, in Raiders of the Lost Ark. And it's just so amazing how he did that. And that's what I'm trying to find out about his life. How did he start from that, mm -hmm. almost dying from this illness, to going on right. to doing something so incredible in Hollywood? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I caught him. He turned up in an episode of Magnum that I, that I saw the other day. I wasn't expecting yeah. that. Um, no, so he, did, he did quite a few after Raiders. He got some work in America. He got a lot of work in America from mm -hmm. that. Yeah, yeah. So where where did the 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 interest in in Ron come from for you? I had COVID last year and I was very bored, so I decided to rewatch a lot of films that I haven't seen in a long time. And Raiders was one of them. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, the face melting scene. We were talking about it on Twitter. There was a few people, and I said. Who is that guy? Who was that actor who did this? Because it's quite a phenomenal scene. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people talk about it and there's like action figures about him and stuff. And who is he? And I just read about him and I thought, this is really interesting. There's not a lot about him, but he appears to have been in everything. There's a lot of misinformation about Ron online. Like he, he died of liver cancer and he was an alcoholic and his wife was. And I just thought, oh, you know, that's really sad. And then the more I sort of looked into him and the more I found out about him, that's actually not true. A lot of it wasn't true. And yeah. his family get quite, they don't, you know, they're quite unhappy about a lot of that that's out there about their dad. And so it's just kind of, you know, we're trying to sort of put that right. Yeah. And yeah. You, you, you've been doing that a lot on, on, Twitter I've noticed over the over the course because I've been following you for quite a long time now and right. um going back from from when you started you you were you were correcting things all the time with people's perceptions <laughs> of Ron uh, which is good yeah. yeah it's really really good yeah. to see because yeah there is yeah. a lot of misinformation out there I mean I, I I'll admit that I you know I'd read things in the past and you you know you don't know what to believe do you so you're you're, no. you're trying to get to the point of everything yeah, it just kind of shocked me that there was all this about, about Ron and then his daughter, you know, when I finally did contact Rebecca and, you know, asked her about, like, the biography side of things and can we go forward with this? And she just said, everything about my dad online is wrong. You know, can you help me? And I just said, we, I will do the best I can and speak to the people who I, you know, who I think might know, be able to help me. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, what do you, for you, what are his standout performances or the ones that especially that you like? I love him in Raiders, obviously, because that was just amazing. For me, my my I, I love the old British sitcom kind of thing, and I love Porridge. 
I love him in Porridge because it's just a lot of people, that's kind of their go-to. You think of Raiders and people know, they go, oh, Porridge, he was in Porridge. That's like the first thing they think of. And that was that was really good. I love him in that. That was really funny. I think my favourite performance of his actually, though, is in Sherlock Holmes, the Granada series of Sherlock Holmes. Mm-hmm. And he plays a dual role. He plays the twins, um, Thaddeus and Bartholomew Sholto, and he plays both those parts. And it's just incredible. If you haven't seen it, mm-hmm. um, you must try it. <laughs> okay. I saw that you, you, you posted a few things on Twitter about that recently, didn't you, that, that role? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. saw those pictures. I mean, it was his birthday the other day, so I tried to get as many clips as I could on Twitter, just like all the different things that he did, just to try and show people, look, he was in Magnum, and he was in, you know, Granada Holmes, and he did so many other weird roles as well, yeah, so the things that people have never even heard of, I was just trying to get that across on his birthday <laughs> with all those video clips, yeah. Yeah, I, I recently watched um, him in an episode of Perkins Patch, which it's called The Way Home. And Perkins Patch, yeah. it's like a, a it's a rural Yorkshire copper, and yeah. Ronald Lacey plays one of the villains in a, in that episode. Yeah. Um, the, sh- the show's kind of like a forerunner of Her- was it called Heartbeat with Nick Berry? It's that kind of idea. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's a very like calm sort of yeah Yorkshire show. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's an afternoon <laughs> on a Sunday show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I saw him in Gideon's CID, yes. where he played a uh, leader of a gang, yeah, big scare. Mm-hmm. And then I found online a short film called Life on Arrival, yeah, where it's a totally different character. Yeah, Life on Arrival. That was one of the last films that he did. Right, and that has his daughter in it as well. Yeah. Yeah, that was, um, there's a lot of that going to be on our website soon. We're looking into that. I've been in contact with the writer and the director of that film. It's called Paul Spurrier. Yeah. And um, he worked with Rebecca when he was young in a drama-rama. That was, I can't think what year that was just off the top of my head. Rebecca has a clip of that for me that I haven't got yet because I haven't seen her her to give it to me yet. And he approached Ron for that role as Gordon Wheaton in Live on Arrival because he couldn't really think of anybody better to play that part. And it was just like a, it's just like a very low budget film that he really wanted to make. And they, you know, it was hard grafting this film. You know, they had no budget. And Ron, they, he, he had another scene in mind that he wanted to add to the film. And he contacted Ron to ask him, you know, could we finish off? Could we do this one last scene? And he didn't hear back from him and he couldn't understand why. And Rebecca had been in contact with him and told him that her dad, had, that he died. So Paul just kind of shelved the film. You know, that was like, I think, 1990 or uh, 1991, it must have been, if mm. Ron had died around that time. And he kind of shelved it for a few years and then he tidied it up and got the sound better and everything and finally released it in like 1999. So oh, that's yeah. when it says on the BFI website that's mm-hmm. why the film is released in 1999. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. So it's it's rough around the edges, but it is a brilliant film, brilliant story. And you're going to be put, putting some of that up on the website. Yeah. 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 Everything that like Paul tells me about the film, what he's told me, and everything, I'll get all that on there and get you know digging into that a little bit more. Yeah. Because you mentioned the website, I wanted to ask you what what other kinds of things are you going to be posting on the website. Well, it's a work in progress, and at the moment, we just don't really know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Interviews with his daughter, we've got another one of them coming up. Mm -hmm. Maybe his son, Matthew, because uh, Rebecca and David were with um, Ron's first wife, Mella White, and then Matthew is the son of Ron's second wife, Joanne. 
And so she said uh, he will have other stories and other things to tell us that, you know, that Rebecca's already told us. She should speak to Matthew because um, obviously her dad, he was a bit older by then. He was doing different things, filming different things. So we're going to try and get hold of his uh, son at some point, Matthew. Mm -hmm. And we're going to look at everything Ron did as much as we can and sort of get some like sort of like a review of every little thing, like a little snippet review of what he did. And as we do that, try and contact the people who were in whatever with him and try and talk to them and just trying to get a little bit more of an insight of how he worked, mm -hmm. you know, and you know what he was like to work with. And, you know, as far as we know so far, he was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's always, he was a pretty great guy. That's always nice to yeah. find that out, isn't it? That, that, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He did a lot of charity work and just unsung stuff. He did so, so much that not people just don't know about. I, I found I, I um, found something out on your website actually the other day that I, that surprised me. Um, like you, I, I love him in Porridge as well, and I could have sworn he was in more than three episodes. It just feels like he was in more than three, but yeah. apparently only three. And I learned that from your your website. So <laughs> thank you for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, a lot of those characters, like I think Horrible Lives, was only in three, and Grouchy mm. was only in three. So they kind of did that. They had like three episodes with a with a character, you know. Yeah. You've got a bleeding nerve, Alice. What? Showing your face in here. Why? You would have caused all the trouble, didn't you? I took them, but I haven't got them now, honest. Well, what are you doing in here, littering the place up then? Well, I've just heard you've got a bit of a problem and you've got to get some pills and, and, and I think I know where I can lay my hands on some. Well, nothing heck then. Why didn't you tell Grouty that in the first oh, place? No, 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 no. I wouldn't, I wouldn't dare. You see, today isn't the first day I've taken some. Uh, I didn't know about Grouty's racket, but if he knew I'd, I'd got some before, well, it's too dire to contemplate, isn't it? What sort of pills have you been taking? Oh, anything. There's always a market in here. Uppers, downers, twisters, benders, anything. <laughs> Just let me get this straight. You were saying you have the contents of a previous theft intact, right? It could be. And you're going to give them to me, and I'm going to give them to Crowley, pretending they come from somewhere else. Is that it? Yeah, that's right. I think it's a very noble gesture on my part, don't you? Get us both out of the class. Yes, it is, isn't it? That's very nice. Yes, come on then, add them over. Oh, no, hold your horses. Well, it depends, doesn't it? Depends on what? How much? <laughs> How much? <laughs> You're a very fair price, Fletch. Words fail me. Hey, has it never occurred to you that there's more to life than a quick quid, like comradeship, honour, and chivalry? No. <laughs> so you mentioned that you've been working with, with his daughter, Rebecca. I've met her, yeah, a couple of times, yeah. yeah. And you're working on a biography? Biography, yes. I don't know when that's going to be. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a writer. I'm not a writer. I hold my hand up. I'm interested. I'm enthusiastic. And I've got the website now. And I've spoken to Rebecca. I, I have a ghostwriter. Mm -hmm. He is a writer. So it's just gaining the information for him to write. So, um, I mean, we're getting there. You know, we're just sort of, we're still starting with all this. and We don't really know yet what direction we're going in. Mm -hmm. A biography is, yes, that is something we would like to do in the future. Definitely. I think it needs to be told. Absolutely. I think, Absolutely. I think there should be a biography about Ronald Lacey. And we're starting with the website and just getting his name out there and just going like these different projects and stuff and seeing where it takes us. Yeah. Did yeah. he leave any material behind, like diaries or anything written down that you could use? 
Um, I, I don't know about diaries. The, uh, his daughter has access to all of that, and I'm sure that it will come in time. You know, I haven't asked about anything like that. He, she, he was a keen photographer. He, she said all his photographs, they had a cottage in Wales. He bought a cottage in Wales, and that was their holiday home. And all their stuff is, you know, still there. His things are all still there. And she sent me a few photographs of him that are from there. Those are really cool. They're going on the website soon. And um, she said all his photography is there, he, the yeah. photographs he took. And that's something I really want to look into just to see, you know, his skill and what his interests were for doing that. That would be interesting. Yeah. It, yeah it, definitely. It seems like you've built up quite a good relationship with Rebecca then. She is a phenomenally nice person mm -hmm. yeah the whole family are i mean they're known for being very very nice and she yeah she's great i went to see her in a play um i met her we met first it was the end of it was october last year it was about a year ago and we met up at the bfi because i had found a film that ron had been in uh, it was uh, the wednesday play it's called and it's called who's a good boy then i am and it was from 1966 and it's only available at the BFI to watch and a lot of like people who are you know know who Ronald Lacey is have mentioned this film to me and said oh I watched that back in the 60s it was really groundbreaking it really shocked me you know the ending was quite shocking for the time and I thought oh I've got to see this so I um I contacted the BFI and I booked in and I told Rebecca I was going and she said oh I've never seen that can I come with you I was like oh wow yeah okay great you know uh, we'll do that. And she said when she was younger, she used to be walking along with her dad and people would shout at him, who's a good boy then? And she remembered that. she had never known what that was from. Mm -hmm. And obviously we watched it and there's a clip of it on the website. There's a short clip, um, Ron, with Thora Heard and Ron Moody. And it's brilliant. It's really, really good. Hopefully one day we'll all get to see it, but I, I don't know when. Mm -hmm. You said he had a, a place in Wales? Yeah, he owned a cottage in Wales. Yeah, yeah, and he spent a lot of time there. I wonder if this was after he played Dylan Thomas or whether that was part of it. I'm not sure when he bought the cottage. I do believe that as soon as he saw the cottage, he said, I'm having that, and bought it. And his <laughs> wife said, what have you done? And he said, well, I wanted it. You know, and, and that became their holiday home, and he used to spend a lot of time there. He was really happy there. He wasn't Welsh. He wasn't Welsh. His uh, mother's maiden name was Jones. But, um, yeah, Jones, And but she was born in London, you know. But he liked to emphasise the fact that there was a Welsh connection to his family because it got in the role as Dylan Thomas. He really wanted to play Dylan Thomas, and he did that very, very well. Yeah, exceptionally well. I love it. Dear sir, I am submitting some further poems. I hope you will like them enough to consider publishing them Although I realize that their constant anatomical symbols are not to everyone's taste, quite often they are not even to my own taste. I'm coming up to London next week, and I hope to be living there for some time. I shall telephone you when I arrive. I agree that From Love's First Fever is a difficult poem. But whoever said poems ought to be easy. Have you found that um, since you've been doing this now that you, you, you've 
you created an interest in, in Ron that maybe with people that didn't know who he was or, you know, because you've got over three, yeah. nearly 3,000 followers now on, on Twitter, haven't yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it seems that way. Yeah. It's not like it does have 3,000 followers. <laughs> we, could, we, could only, we could only hope. We could only, only you know, dream. dream. Yeah. It's it's a lot. Of, I mean, I do sometimes feel that I'm spending a bit too much time on Twitter trying to get you know things going, trying to get the follower count up there, you know. But um, yeah, it's just sort of it, it's just sort of snowballed. I mean, I, I did it just because I felt like I said I had COVID and I was quite bored and watching films and I just I was you know quite active on Twitter and doing the charities thing. We're on Twitter with that, so I just set up an account. Mm-hmm. On and I thought what I'll do is just go through each one of his films not in necessarily in any order and I'll just post a little bit about each one and it just it just went nuts people just started contacting me saying I'm such a big fan of him I haven't seen him in anything for years or people who worked with him um, Judy Matheson got in contact Jess Conrad mm-hmm. and said what a great guy he was this is amazing and it just went on and on yeah yeah, G- Judy Matheson had a lot of good things to say about him when we interviewed her a couple of years ago, um, when yeah. she worked with him on Crucible of Terror. Yeah, yeah. Which he's fantastic in. I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is a wild ride. I love that film. The scene yeah, on the beach in the particular. The scene on the beach in yeah. particular. That's It's a great scene. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, when she's throwing rocks at his head. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just fantastic. <laughs> Little rocks, but she does manage to knock him over. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised to find you still here. You see, Victor usually gets rid of his birds pretty regularly. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not really surprised that you've lasted the course. Because you really are very, very, very lovely. Sometimes I envy my father. Don't you find that funny? Why should I? Envying a psychopath. Don't be ridiculous. Why not? I've had plenty of practice. You said it. One day I'll show you. I'll show the lot of you. I, what, you talk about everything that you post on Twitter. I, I, I did notice the other day on his birthday that you were a little bit reticent because you were posting, you were going to be posting so much that day that you were concerned that Twitter were going to shut you down. Yeah. But I presume yeah, it went so all right. I- yeah, it did go all right. Yeah, it was sort of. It ended up being like every fifteen minutes there was going to be a film clip because there was so much that I wanted to show. And you can schedule your tweets to be like, you know, you can schedule them. So I did that like a few weeks before and I just thought, oh, is this too much? And I thought, well, I'll just go for it and just see. And luckily, I was not banned. <laughs> I was not labelled as spam. Yeah, and like on the anniversary of his death a few a few months ago, we did a Raiders, Raiders of the Lost Ark watch along. Mm-hmm. And so people sort of joined in with that and got their DVDs out and stuff. I, tried, I actually contacted Channel 4 and said, is there any way you can show Raiders of the Lost Ark on his birthday? And they sort of emailed back and said, you know, thank you for your inquiry, but no, (laughs) (laughs) we're not going to do that. And uh, I thought, well, you know, I thought, well, I could try. And um, 
and we all sort of watched it on DVDs and stuff. And mm-hmm. I had all like I watched the film previously, and I just made notes of every scene mm-hmm. that I thought might have been important, and all the actors. And as it went along the film, I just tweeted, like copied and pasted it, and just like tweeted along with the film. And people actually read it. It surprised me how many people joined in and actually read the tweets and said how good they were. And I was like, oh, well, I've done something right then. That was fun. Yeah, and you did a watch along of a Blake Seven episode recently as well, didn't you? I did, yeah. That was, yeah. I was so exhausted by that point. That was on his birthday. That was like at the end. I didn't tweet much. I just sort of watched it and then just said I need to go to bed. <laughs> just so tired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because uh, we we had like we've got the pew now, the mm-hmm. pew in St Paul's Church in Covent Garden. But you know we got that, and I was organising flowers to be sent there on his birthday and. Um, <clears throat> Phil there and, and Phil and Ben who were there they, they sorted that all out for me and yeah got the flowers and everything yeah so that was that was a busy day <laughs> this this must be all consuming for you then really this this the whole Ronald Lacey thing <sighs> it is you've got to take a time out sometimes you mm. know what I mean you've got to take, like, take a step back sometimes it does get a little bit mm. you know there's there's a lot going on there is a lot going on a lot of it's brewing as well it hasn't you know, like there's a lot of things about to just sort of kick off about it, and yeah, mm-hmm. just sort of um, like I said, when the time is right, when the time is right, all this stuff will come afloat. Yeah, fantastic, fantastic. We could learn a thing or two, Colin, couldn't we? Because I'm just surprised at how quickly this has happened. Because in my mind, I wrongly assumed you've been doing this for years and years. No, it was last year. Yeah. Yeah, mm. it was last year. Yeah, it, it like I said, it did happen fast. A lot of people reaching out to me, and you know, I have chased up a few people, and I haven't heard back from a few, and it can be a bit disconcerting. You think, oh, do I just give up? And um, you know, but I mean, I it was really strange. I ended up chatting. I had a, a telephone interview with the lady um, Joanna Cassidy, and she is um, she started she started in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Um, she played um, Dolores, that was his uh, girlfriend in the film, mm-hmm. and Ron made a film with her, that was Landslide, that I think oh, could have been one, that was not his last film, or it was his, it could have been his last film, I'm not sure what his last film was, to be quite honest, I'm not sure yet which one that was, but it was right at the end, and he, you can see he wasn't well in the film, when you actually watch it, you think, oh gosh, he really does not look well, anyway, she, she wanted to speak to me. I reached out to her from Rebecca because of some photographs that she'd had of him or something. She had some photographs at the cottage that Joanna had sent to Ron years ago of her dogs or something. And so she wanted to get in touch with her, you know, just to connect and say, we've got these photographs that you'd sent my dad. And she really wanted to speak to me. And she said, phone me in Los Angeles. You know what I mean? Here's my phone number. Ring me. I want to talk to you about Ron. And I was like, I can't believe this is happening. How is this happening? You know, why am I speaking to this lady, you know, in one of my favourite films? And she was really nice. And she just said Ron was, she only worked with him a few weeks. But just in that time, Mm -hmm. his impression, you know, the impression that he gave her, she just wanted to touch base with me to tell me how, what a lovely person he was. Mm -hmm. He made that much of an impact on people. He really Mm -hmm. did. When you, um, when you watch him in in things, um, he's kind of one of those actors that, that, can do anything, isn't he? Because I, I as a kid, I, I just knew him from. Um, this is gonna, this is gonna sound really funny, but I knew him from Raiders of the Lost Ark, and I knew the guy in Porridge, but I never knew that it was the same person as a kid. 
because uh-huh. because he's so different yeah. in so many things. He's completely he's, he yeah. can he could do anything. I mean, you think about Black Adder. I mean, yeah. that, <laughs> you know, it's he's amazing. Yeah, actor. that's a lot of makeup. Oh, yeah. oh wow, <laughs> that's a lot of makeup. Yeah. Um, yes, he was very uh, versatile, and not a lot of actors can do comedy and tragedy. You know what I mean? He was. He just seemed to. He can. He can terrify you and break your heart in like a matter of seconds. Yeah, and not a lot of actors can do that. Yeah, that's. Yeah. There's a lot of. There's a lot of. I don't know. You end up even, even though you end up sort of really disliking a lot of his characters. There's a lot of sympathy going out there as well. Yeah. You just, you know, I'm I'm thinking of like Hazel when he was in Hazel mm-hmm. and he smashed his car up and stuff, and he just plays this really awful character, really awful guy. But you end up feeling so sorry for him just because of a few scenes in there that he did. Yeah, mm-hmm. very clever. For me, he always comes across as an actor's actor. He's someone that actors look to and say, yeah, I want to do that, I want to be like that. Yeah, he was a very good teacher. Um, he, he, he taught a lot of people. I think David Suchet was one of them who he taught at Lambda. And there's a lot of names in there. And he, he, a lot of people remember him for his teaching as well as his, um, you know, just seeing him on the big screen. There's a lot of actors out there who say, yeah, I remember him. He was a really good guy. <laughs> he had a lot of time for people. Yeah, yeah. I I always get the sense in his performances as well that he's enjoying what he's doing. I think so. Mm, that yeah. he's having a lot of fun. Yeah. 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 He seems like when, when he was younger, he actually he wanted to be a footballer. That's what he wants to do. He wants to be a footballer or, or a, um, a cricketer. That's what he wanted to do. And he was nursing his mum. She had Parkinson's disease. So he would cycle uh, all over the place and he would go and do his uh, national service. And he would sort of cycle back home again and look after his mom. And there was a lot of stress going on with that. It, it actually, like I say, it made him ill. And that's when the ulcerative colitis kind of flared up. Mm-hmm. And um, he basically had to give up this being an athlete kind of thing, being a footballer. So he went on to do drama. And I'm so, you know, and he got in. He was still on crutches, learning to walk again after his many, many months of being ill. And um, he got in at Lambda. And, you know, not a lot of people could have done that sort of way back then. Mm, you know, maybe mm-hmm. it's a bit more open to disabilities now, you yeah. know, kind of thing. But back then it was yeah. kind of, wow, he did that. Yeah. Um, so going forward, you've got the, um, so you've got the website that you're going to be ha- adding to in the future. You've yeah. got the biography that you're hopefully going to be working on. Hopefully, yeah. If we get enough information, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I've got a few things for, for Rebecca, like I said, you know, as soon as I see her, because she's going to be in a play, she's going to be in A Christmas Carol in Stratford mm-hmm. with Adrian Edmondson in Scrooge. So we're going to head on down there to see that, yeah, and then head over to London and see The Pew, because I haven't seen it yet. I've just seen photographs, yeah. Excellent. Well, I was going to ask, was there anything you discovered about Roald that actually surprised you? Um, I think... Um, the, well, the footballer thing. <laughs> I didn't realise yeah. that you know he wanted to be a footballer. It's like, oh wow, really? Um, anything about Ron that surprised me? It surprised me. I think just the whole thing of how he wasn't, how he was depicted. You know how he how he's described online. Right. That was a big surprise. You know, mm-hmm. like none of that is true. And it's like, oh, you know, I kind of had it for the first few months. I was like, you know, he was a drinker. And, you know, this, that, and the other. No, he wasn't. He, he didn't drink at all, in fact. He didn't drink. Um, he, a lot of it was to do with his illness, but he also just didn't like it. He just, he didn't drink, so. 
I wonder so what was it about him that made people think he, he was a drinker? I have no idea. We don't know. It could have been his performance in Dylan, Dylan Thomas mm, film. Okay. It could have been that. It could have been, um, he was good friends with um, Ian Hendry. Ah. And a lot of what is written about Ian Hendry, what's what's written about Ron seems to parallel what's written about Ian Hendry. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You know, the, there's a thing where Ron's second wife, Joanne, was battling um, alcoholism for 20 years and she eventually died from it. And that's not true at all. She actually had, um, she had a heart condition and she died very suddenly in Wales. And it was absolutely nothing that what was written online. And it's just surprising, really. And you think, wow, how many years have people, other actors who have worked with him said, well, I knew that he was a drinker. And I said, well, no, he wasn't, actually. He wasn't a drinker. So, I don't know. It's lazy research, really, isn't it? It's like... a strange world. It is. It is, yeah. And Rebecca was surprised that people even still talked about and remembered her dad. To even bother sort of changing it all online you know she's not on social media or anything like that but mm. she said it does you know sometimes it does crop up about her dad and you know yeah mm. did you know that uh hasbro are releasing a new figure that of him in raiders of the lost Ark? they announced it yesterday yeah. i've had a lot of people tweeting me about this saying did you know <laughs> and uh, i said well i do now yeah it looks <laughs> it looks fun i mean to be honest i don't i I love the Red, I love the Indiana Jones movies. I'm not a massive follower of all those kind of things, so I didn't know that that was happening. But that's really cool, and I will probably buy one. As two grown men that do buy toys, we'll, we'll be buying yeah. one. So yeah. <laughs> I'll definitely get yeah. one. I mean, yeah. they do look really awesome, don't they? Like they the do. whole scene yeah. is there, isn't it? Like with the York and you know mm -hmm. Paul Freeman and everything. Yeah, that's great. Cool. So, is there anything else that you want to talk about? Any um, I, well, I mean, I think. Really, that's pretty much up to date with what I've got. I don't really have much else, really. Okay. I'm still, I mean, like I say, I've been chatting to a few people who knew him. I'm still putting the feelers out there and just mm -hmm. uh, plodding on as best I can. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us, Chelsea. We really appreciate your time. Thank you. And maybe. Good luck. Yeah, good luck. And maybe I... maybe we could get you um, to come back and do an actual episode with us if we did a run movie or tv yeah. show oh i would love to do that that I, I would love to do that that would be brilliant yeah, yeah. fantastic yeah wow well, yeah that's the best idea you've ever had paul i, don't, I have one occasionally colin come on i knew after yeah. four years you'd get it at one point <laughs> you know what it might be four years on the podcast chelsea but i've known him for 35 years ah well, that's, I, I that's one that bit. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that sounds fun yeah he moved to America to get away from me. Ah, yeah, well, yeah. well, I see. <laughs> That's quite a big move. That's a long way to move. I know. <laughs> you know? Oh, I know. oh, trust me, if you do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Before, before I go, I should ask, what's the address of the website? Uh, it is officialronaldlacy.com. Excellent. I will put that in the show notes. I will also put the address of the Twitter account in the show notes as well. Yeah, that's still Ronald Lacey fans. Yeah, we were thinking of changing it to official Ronald Lacey and then everybody just knows it as Ronald Lacey fans, so I just left it. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Chelsea. All right. All right, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>